looking at your identity, it's really about how do you see yourself in the world and what story do you tell yourself about who you are? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Welcome if you are a first-time listener and welcome back if you've listened to multiple episodes. I'm so grateful that you're here and we're celebrating episode number 50. It's pretty cool to think back to how this podcast originated. Originally, I was speaking to local business owners and trying to promote them and share their stories and then I felt within me that I wanted to shift and change that message and share more of the concepts that have really shifted and changed my life. And here we are, 50, 50 episodes. So it, whether this is your first time listening or you have listened along the way, I appreciate all of your support. And it's so fun to hear how you have gotten something from these episodes by I don't know, sending me a message or a DM on Instagram. I really appreciate you listening. And really for me, this is such a passion project. It's something I want to continue doing. It may evolve and change in the future, but I absolutely love it. And it's because of you that um, it inspires me to want to do more and more. So thank you so much. And for episode number 50 today, we're talking about creating your own identity. And like, what does that mean? To me, identity is the story that we tell ourselves, including the labels from society. So I'm a woman, I'm a realtor, I'm a soon-to-be wife, and I'm a daughter, a sister, all those things. And the labels have associations with them and meaning and that's the story we tell ourselves about who we are. And so looking at the Merriam-Webster definition of identity is the distinguishing character or personality of an individual um, or the condition of being the same with something described or asserted. So I think I'm going to go with the first one. The distinguishing character or personality of an individual says who. And I think that's the question I want to dive into more today is who defined these labels and then society took hold of them and all the association associations with them. But in most cases, it wasn't you. And so looking at your identity, it's really about how do you see yourself in the world and what story do you tell yourself about who you are? And oftentimes our identity is based upon how others see us. So they reflect to us back kind of their view about who you are. However, it's such a limited view. And then the trip about this is that their vision of who you are is also lensed with who they think they are. So whatever they measure or whatever measure they use to define who they are, 
it's then projected out into the world that they see. So this is you. And then you gather that as information into who you are. And the question I have is like, have you dove into that? And is it your truth? Is it something that serves you? Do you like your identity? Do you like the story you tell yourself about who you are in this world and your physical body? Because if you don't, what if you cleaned that slate and just started over and made the choice on who you were versus allowing the world to say that for you? And what that looks like is answering the question, who am I? Like, again, the mother, a wife, a daughter, a woman, a man, them, they, a realtor, a teacher, an author, an artist. And with all of these labels, there's the societal connotations with them. And what does it mean to be this? What does it mean to be a mother? What if you just made your own definition for yourself? And asking yourself, like, what is important to me? What are my values? Why are they my values? Are they my values or are they the values I've been told by my parents or my teachers? Like, what are your truths for you that resonate? And you can feel that when you answer that question truly for yourself, alone, with no one judging, assuming no one will ever see this piece of paper. And you can write down whatever you want. And you can begin to shift and change your identity. You can do this as often as you want because it just starts with the choice made by you to start thinking differently. Because truly, it's all of our perception. And we can use this perception of our identity, of who we are, the story, to either serve us or harm us. And something so beautiful that I want you to think about is what we see as our faults sometimes can actually be what makes us brilliant. So what you thought was wrong with you might actually be what's right with you. It's just been displaced or positioned in the wrong way or perceived in the wrong hands where you were interpreted, you you were given a message about who you are. Don't be loud. That's obnoxious and rude, and people don't like that. Or be loud because that is you being courageous and speaking your truth and having confidence, right? Like we can reposition any assumed identity of weakness into something that is our superpower. And what makes us unique and fabulous. I think a great example of this is at school. We want to fit people into a box. It makes us feel comfortable. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel certainty. And so we're like, okay, you're going to go to school. You're going to take these subjects in class. And then we're going to test you. And you're either smart if you get good grades or you're dumb if you get bad grades. 
And what's so unfortunate about this is, yes, school is important. I totally get that. And it's really challenging to accommodate everybody's strengths. But we're basing it off of a line that is a super archaic and old fashioned, the subjects that we study and not saying they're not important. If you're a teacher, like God bless you, if you're a teacher, because dear Lord, I was somewhat of a challenging student. I talked all the time. Real shocker, (laughs) real shocker. Got my name on the board every day. I got a check mark after it and I had to stay after school and I missed the bus. My dad would have to pick me up. (laughs) It's hilarious. But um, okay, let's kind of go back to things. So God bless teachers. You're amazing. If you're a teacher, you have like so much patience and I'm so grateful that you're in this world. However, I feel like the system in which we measure people, either smart or a good student is BS. Because what if there's like this Picasso of a kid in social studies and calculus and his brain just doesn't work that way? So now we're going to go ahead and label this kid as dumb. What a shame. Because we all have associations with what dumb means. It's not a good word. It's not a good word. And then that kid is, if they don't have the right parent structure or teachers that see the brilliance within them, grows up thinking that they're stupid. And I don't know, I'm not going to say the analogy justice right now, but it's like, if you ask a fish to climb a tree, it's going to think its whole life it's stupid because it's not meant to do that. And so wrapping that up in our identity, we get lost in things because we're put in a like uncompromising position where our strengths aren't, or our weaknesses, quote unquote, aren't valued. And so we are assumed that we're not good enough or we're not smart enough or whatever it is. And we associate these labels with who we are. And then that's how we show up in the world. If everyone tells you you're dumb because you're not good at calculus, but you're this extraordinary artist and you haven't tapped into that part of you yet, you will never reach your full potential or it's going to be challenging to because your identity is based in the fact that you're not measuring up to these put you in a box skill sets. And where this kind of, I mean, this stemmed from today, I really wanted to do a special episode that I feel like will resonate with a lot of people and hopefully give you inspiration to want to do the homework and say, who the heck am I? What am I telling myself about who I am? Is it good? Is it good things? Like, do I believe that I'm powerful and that I'm smart and that I have something to bring to this world, that there's a purpose for me to be here? If you're here, you're meant to be here and you're worthy of being here and you serve a purpose in this world, whether you know it yet or not. So another um, inspiration for this was, no shocker here, is a book by Alan Cohen. I had it all the time and it is such a good book. Please go out there. If you're someone who's after the incessant search of the answer or looking for the next course or teacher or coach or book to save you. I totally get it. I've been there. And those things are definitely important, but you can't allow yourself to wait to live while you're pursuing your greatness. It's already within you. It's really about shifting your perception into who you are. So kind of, again, your identity as someone who's searching to someone who's been found. And so in this book, 
He specifically talks about how what you thought was wrong with you could be right with you. So I want to give you some examples because I found this extremely valuable when I was doing this exercise for myself. So the apparent negative, I'll state first, and then the positive potential as to what that could mean if it's put in the right place at the right time with the right people or just your own belief system. It doesn't need to be approved by anybody else. So the apparent negative is your apprehensive. And the positive potential is you're cautious, you're vigilant, and you're reasonable. Class clown, your attention reliever and a light and upper. <laughs> controlling, that's me. <laughs> I've let go a lot, but controlling. Leadership, hell yes. I'm a phenomenal leader. Take charge, yep. Stay on purpose, yep. I'm all those things. So I could either be assumed controlling or I could be a leader, someone that takes charge and stays on purpose. A daredevil could then be assumed as a risk taker, overcomer of fear, a dispeller of perceived limits. Maybe you have a dark past and you're like, oh, I have a dark past and that's your negative. That's the, the cycle of your brain telling you. But instead you could say you have been prepared for higher service in the world. You're an advocate for the downtrodden. Demanding is someone who claims rights based on worthiness. Disabled. Overcomer. Shift focus to unusual areas of ability and you inspire others. Dreamer. A visionary, a poet, a mystic. You're judgmental or critical. Discerning. Discriminating. I don't know how Maybe that one was not so positive. Um, a misfit. You're independent and interdirected. That is so beautiful. Maybe someone may have called you naive. The flip side of that is you're innocent and you have a pure heart. Obsessive. Thorough, detail-oriented, and well-organized. Reclusive. Interdirected, contemplative, independent. Stubborn, you're persistent, and you demand rights. So every negative trait, so-called, in our society has another side to it. So maybe even if you're writing down who you think you are, who am I, your identity, what you think that means based off of what others have displayed to you and their finite view of who you are, which is also clouded by their beliefs about who they are. And then taking potentially those negative things, if they're there and if they're not, that's amazing, and flipping them around. Because we all have this amazingness into who we are. And it's just been clouded by this invisible baseline of what's right and what's wrong. When that doesn't even exist and it changes with every person that you ask or come upon. So it's not real. It's an illusion. And so creating an identity that's going to serve you so that you can show up with confidence in who you are is not only going to bring forth to you all the things that you want in your life, but they won't even matter because every day is going to be so pure and full of joy because you're not hiding from who you are. Because you know deep within 
who you are is so much more than what others can see or perceive. We are not these labels. We are like pure light, love, energy. And once you can remind yourself of that and see it on paper with the labels that serve you, because let's be honest, we do, we're human beings. We do live in this physical world for now. (laughs) And so creating a story that you can put on auto repeat in your mind of who you are. Like even the idea of being successful, that's so dependent on what you're measuring that up against. Making $100,000 a year, if you're comparing yourself to Bill Gates, you are not doing so great. But if you compare yourself to a homeless person, which I don't think comparison is worth it, but it's just stating the idea that this is not real. These aren't real factual data points because they shift and change dependent on what you're comparing it to. So why not just create a story that serves you? And if that involves comparison, if you're not tearing someone down, then do that. Ultimately, the goal here from this exercise and this episode is to remind you that you're kick-ass and that people's limited view of you, maybe from your past or your childhood, you might have been carrying along with you on this journey, and it's only holding you back. So let go of that baggage. Cut the cords and release yourself and feel the freedom of being just perfect, just as you are. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's your identity. I just am. And that is it. And that is enough. So, whoo, got fired up there per the huge and um, happy 50. Thank you again for listening. Please write a review if you haven't yet. That would mean the world to me. And it's a beautiful exchange of me sharing what I know to hopefully support you and then me getting some type of feedback if that helped you in one way or another. Um, Thank you again for listening. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.